Welcome to Florida Health Radio, a podcast designed to connect you with the best healthcare providers in the Florida community, hear their stories, how they're helping their communities. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome to Florida Health Radio. This is Dr. Josh Simons. I'll be your host. I have a great guest with me today, this morning. Uh, He actually has been very uh, inspirational to me for my business. His name's Dr. Jason Wright. He is the owner of Wright Fit Physiotherapy. So Jason, thank you so much for being on the show. It's good to have you on here. Josh, it's so good to be on here, man. I really appreciate the, first of all, the invitation. And then like, that's, that's too kind of you to even, you know, talk about me inspiring you because uh, I'm sure you're finding this too. Like, as we start to venture into this entrepreneurial space to find out that there's like other people looking at what we do who want to do similar things. uh, And the fact that like people are looking up to you now, like it's kind of mind blowing, you know? So I, I, (laughs) like, it's extremely humbling, but I'm really excited to be on here and, and chat with you. Absolutely. I appreciate that. Uh, for, for those that don't know a lot about you, just talk about a little bit what you do because you've really carved a really interesting niche for yourself. You're definitely not, uh, when people think of therapy, uh, physical therapy, you're definitely not conventional in that nature. So, so what is it that makes you unique? Yeah, absolutely. It's, you know, it, um, I, th- I think that we, we all go through experiences for a reason to help us to or more so like what our purpose is, not maybe just in life or maybe if it's just our professional careers, right? So I, um, I, I've, I've really kind of reluctantly dove into the fitness space as a physio and it's somehow it's totally just transformed my career path. Um, it's to give a little quick backstory, if that's okay. I, um, in undergrad, I worked at a gym back home in Kentucky. And I had, um, you know, obviously I had, I was there looking for a PT job as a tech or an aide, but they didn't have anything available. And so the, the manager had kind of like talked me into working the front desk sales counter. Uh, Cause I was a hybrid PT and gym. And, um, I was like, ah, you know, I don't know. I'm not really that crazy about fitness. Like at the time I was barely even working out myself. And uh, I was 20, yeah, I was 20 years old, I believe. And so they told me that they hired from within more often than not. So if I could get started on that side, then they'd bring me over to the PT side once a job opened up or one of the techs started to go to college or um, PT school somewhere. So I'm like, all right, fine. So I got a lot of experience uh, for about seven or eight years. I worked um, in a gym. And then um, also I started getting more experience on the PT side once they brought me over. And I think that really just kind of uh, carved out my path for what I'm doing now. Gave me a lot of experience, a lot of insight in terms of, um, you know, what are, what are people struggling with? What's probably the biggest thing that people think of when they think of their health and their bodies? And, um, you know, after getting a bachelor's degree in exercise science and a master's degree just to try and help stand out to get into PT school because uh, my GPA was garbage. So uh, I knew I had to excel somehow. I had to stand out some way. I had to be able to be different. And if so hard different, so that way I could have a chance to stand out. That once I, I kind of fit into the PT 
class in, in the career field when I first graduated, I think I'd gotten so used to standing out that I didn't know how to do it with, from within the traditional mold. Um, and so I, I started off into my own practice and, um, you know, after being in corporate PT world for the first few years, and, um, you know, I realized that there were a lot of, a lot of challenges in trying to do that. Maybe it was just, again, other people have easier paths than this to starting their own traditional PT business or, or even a side hustle. I had a lot of resistance. I had a lot of, maybe if it was inner resistance to trying to go against the grain of maybe where I was supposed to be. Just like this guy, like he's, he's, he's pretty good at what he does. I'm just, I'm going off of patient reviews or client reviews. I'm not trying to like toot my own horn, but you know, he's really good at what he does. But, um, for some reason, like there was some sort of disconnect between me attracting a lot of new clients and then me being able to try and deliver on that. So, um, I, I kind of accidentally stumbled across working more in, in the fitness side of things as other colleagues of mine that were friends I used to work with, or even went to PT school with, would refer their patients to me after they were done with them in the clinic because they knew that I was an out-of-network PT. I didn't have to worry about their insurance because they'd already been cut off to begin with, right? So that's why they were discharging them. Like they'd met their goals or their insurance sucked and said, you're done. Um, and so being able to, to have their endorsement, you know, basically the, the, the client had already been sold by the physical therapist that they trusted for the last several weeks. Uh, had their endorsement like meant the world. And so, but they would say, Hey, uh, so-and-so has started here and now they're here, but like they need to really build back up a lot of strength in order to keep from having this happen again, or they need to lose some weight to be able to take pressure off their joints, uh, to be able to have long-term success from what we did in the clinic. So I sent them to you. I don't know if you can help them, but just, would you mind to talk to them? And so, it, you know, inner ego kind of kicking in as a PT, like, like that's beneath me. Like that's, that's not what I got a doctorate for. Um, I got a bachelor's and a master's in that just to try and get the doctorate to where I wouldn't have to mess with fitness anymore. Um, but the thing that I found out was like these working with these people was so like energizing, energizing and working as a PT trying to solve the traditional like PT problems. Like you're in pain. Now let's try and make it to where you're not. I was trying to now solve a different pain. like a pain. It was more of like the emotional pain that they were struggling with or the mental pain that they were struggling with by not feeling like they're back to where they were before they got hurt to begin with. Or um, they're not feeling like their best self on the outside. And so that was really affecting how they felt on the inside. And so for me, you know, maybe it was, it was me trying to make what I do more important to me than it really was. But the way I saw it was like, I'm trying to do something more for these people's lives. And I really could in a traditional clinical setting, or even just a, a solving a pain on their bodies sort of scenario. So um, yeah, I, I kind of reluctantly got into it, really started to enjoy it. Uh, and then I found out here's probably where I had the hardest time with my traditional, uh, like out of network concierge practice was um, people like people really loved my messaging, they really loved my stories, my posts, my videos, but it was always like not And I mean, oh, cool. Like I'll, maybe I'll remember that when I finally do have a problem. Um, and just like, 
if they're fairly good health and, you know, they don't put themselves in a lot of positions uh, from a physical standpoint that their body's not prepared for, like they might not have stuff pop up for a while. Hopefully, I hope to God they never have any problems to where you've got to help them get out of pain or an injury. But like it wasn't resonating with people, at least quickly. Uh, It's a long game. I understand that, especially in social media. If we're trying to carve out um, a space for ourselves to be able to help these people that we want to help, it's not going to happen quickly unless they have like an immediate need. So that was frustrating for me from a patient's standpoint with a CE. Uh, frustrated as a practice owner, especially as a new entrepreneur, like you're spending so much money to try and learn how to be good at what you do, how to stand out and how to generate revenue. Um, so that way you can sustain yourself and your family at some point. And, uh, and I, I kept feeling like I was running the dead ends. There's a lot of dead ends trying to get new patients. I'm sure that you've experienced this as well. I know several of our listeners probably have experienced this um, if they're practitioners. And so I, I, something had to kind of give. And so I, after I took a break from trying to grow my practice because I got so frustrated and a lot of life stuff was going on, I had to clear my head. I had to get in the right place. Um, maybe pun intended. I don't know. That's part of my branding. <laughs> Take advantage of my last name. But I had, to, I had to get in the right place mentally and if I was going to do anything with my business to help other people. Like if I couldn't help myself, how could I expect to help other people? And, um, and so it just another opportunity kind of presented it where <laughs> one, of, one of my old um, techs or um, kind of like PT assistant, not an aide, um, he was a personal trainer and he was getting ready to move to Orlando. Uh, believe it or not. And so he had all these clients and he was like, Hey, I've got some people that I feel like because of they got, they've got some other stuff going on. I would feel more comfortable having you talk with carrying on with you to talk with them to carry on with you. than maybe traditionally turn them over to some other trainers uh, because like, we just don't understand where they've come from, from an injury history perspective, or maybe some of the ongoing issues that they have like you would. And so I was like, uh, you know, I'll, I'll talk to him. I'll see. And so um, I was able to finally get through to, to one person. And, you know, she'd, she'd had some back surgeries. I've shared some of her testimonial uh, clips on my, my pages here recently, just over the last couple of months. You know, surgery mm-hmm. uh, um, totally just derailed her functional progress and her physical ability to do things and, and stay you know, in shape and things like that because of, of her pain. So it, I just had a conversation with her because the whole time, like I'm still trying to be wired as a PT and solve those problems that way. And the more I got into it, the more I was like, look, man, she just wants to be able to not gain weight to get back into shape. And ideally right now, she just wants to be able to vacuum and uh, mow her yard without feeling like she's got to pay for it for the next few days. And like, likewise, she wanted to be able to work out and do the workout she wanted to do that she felt like she could get stronger and and leaner and stuff like that with, without feeling like she's going to hurt herself again, or um, that she needs to just stop for a week or two to recover. And that was a lot of the frustration she was running into. Uh, And it was nothing against, you know, my friend that was training her, but it's just, Uh, to be able to see things from a PT's perspective and help solve somebody's problem along 
the continuum of exercise and rehab, they're just at a different point than somebody that's starting out from the beginning. Um, so that was really fun. And it was just like, dude, this is so much easier because it's so much fun for us as PTs to solve problems. You know, it's like playing detective mode. Every time somebody comes in with a problem, like, Ooh, what's, what's wrong? Where's this coming from? Is it this or is it that? And like, I think a lot of us are wired that way. Like we just, all of a sudden we just get really hype about trying to solve somebody's problem. Like, Oh yes, I get to solve something. What's the mystery here? And you know, I still got that from doing it this way with, with workouts and trying to make sure that she was getting the workout she needed to be able to strengthen the areas that had gotten the most weak. And also understanding from a, a physics perspective and um, a musculoskeletal perspective, what does she need to be able to help address this weakness that's not going to compromise where she's from an injury surgery perspective. And so just like she had amazing results. She gave an amazing testimonial that I could like, I could never pay her enough. I've sent her gifts and t-shirts and all this kind of stuff even still after the fact, just to continue to thank her because I'm so grateful. But, um, you know, I'm very, I'm very long winded with this because I, I think that it's, it's maybe a journey that a lot of other people are feeling as well and that they can relate to hopefully. And so now that I'm, I'm, I'm seeing that there's more people that understand more of what trainers do and what fitness professionals do, because that's a problem that people have more often than not than pain. It's, I don't like the way I look. I don't like the way I feel. How can I fix that? And so when I start promoting um, like weight loss, getting in shape, uh, feeling more confident about the, the way that you look and feel about no longer feeling like you have to hide when somebody pulls out a camera to take a picture um, because you hate the way that you look when you see those images, like that hits people because we've all been there, whether we know, like there's not one person that can say like, I love hundred percent the way I look. I love hundred percent the way I feel. And I don't want to try and ever improve upon that. Like that's, that's not how we are. At least not for me. I used to weigh like 268 pounds. I played offensive line. Like I was a, I was an offensive guard. Like I was a big boy. Um, <laughs> And, and so I've had my own struggles and even still, like, I'm not crazy about the way I look in the mirror. And it's weird because like when I post pictures of like progress photos of me before and me after, like, I, I don't like doing the shirtless stuff, but for me, it's more about like what I've had to go through mentally to be able to get to the point where I could feel confident and I'm not even confident in those photos, like I can put myself out there because of what I've had to go through. And so I try to relate that to understanding each person I talk with that's a potential client. Like it's more than just what's on the scale. It's more than just what you're not able to do in the gym. Tell me really what's going on. And so like, that's when people really start to open up. And that's been really exciting for me. Like that just invigorates me at a point where I was starting to wonder if I had spent 250 grand for no reason to become a PT. Like, is this really what I want to do after spending a decade to bust my ass to get here? So like all that being said, being able to try and help solve a problem for people that more people understand has helped open up doors for me exponentially as a PT, because I can attract people to what I can do as a physical therapist through initially maybe solving their problems from just an outward and, and inner perspective. Hey, something comes up. Awesome. We already have a great relationship. I'm not worried about your injury history because I know how to help you train around that. Oh, really? How? 
I'm a doctor of physical therapy. Oh, crap. Okay. Uh, when can we start? So that's been great. And then even just some of my PT clients, because I'll still see them. I still want to see PT clients. I just don't promote it because people don't understand what that is. Um, and so whenever I work with them, boom, we're going on now a maintenance program. And I explain that from day one. Like, here's where you need to get to if you don't ever want to have this problem come back again. Oh, okay, awesome. So they already understand after the plan of care is over, quote unquote, this is how you're going to be able to keep it off. And that's how you're going to be able to stay at your best. So you don't have to worry about getting in pain again, getting x-rays, surgeries, being able to miss work, all that kind of stuff that you worry about as soon as you start hurting. And uh, it's, been, it's been so interesting to see how the two feed off of each other. So in a very long-winded uh, answer, thank you all if you're still tuning in at this point. But, um, but I, I think that that's really been able to best explain my journey to be able to go from wanting to be just a PT to now focusing on how I can help people uh, in the fitness continuum and then how that can also just feed into PT as well. Right. That was a brilliant answer. Um, I'm, I hate the fact that Zoom has been a little glitchy and unfortunately <laughs> some, of your, some of your gold that you just uh, fired out was uh, scattered a little bit, but I, I caught most of it. I assume the, the listeners will catch a lot of that. Um, I think that you have really touched on a lot of interesting things and for, and maybe you can talk about your experience with this, but I know for a lot of conventional PT clinics, the, the really the main, the main goal for that is once people are kind of out of pain, they're mm -hmm. out of the clinic. Yep. And a lot of times people inside, they truly want more than that. And that's not something that, that conventional PT offers. And that's something that you seem to sort of specialize in you you take people maybe after the the acute phase if they're in a lot of pain and you try to uh sorry and you try to elevate them to that next level is that is that kind of where you fit in the the mold at this point yeah yeah i really believe so because it was i was so frustrated as a clinician where um all right sweet you're no longer in pain or you're like a one or maybe two out of 10, whenever you're doing this certain activity, that's a lot more active, it's requiring a lot more of your body to be able to perform it. Um, but it's kind of hit and miss now. So you don't have to worry about it all the time like you did. But here's the thing. It's like, okay, um, either, you know, your bosses are like, hey, they've, they've kind of been for like six or eight visits. Like, what are you talking about? Well, they've met most of their goals. It looks like their insurance is probably going to cut them off or their insurance already has cut them off because most third parties are now managing the shots from, uh, you know, nurse case managers. And so they're looking at like, Hey, this research study in this one particular group says that with this condition, they should already be better and out of the clinic. So their insurance visits are now no longer going to cover their therapy. The patient gets hit like a ton of bricks when they hear that information, because when they first start with you, they expect their insurance to cover hundred percent because they don't understand. So you go to all that trouble to explain that, um, okay, your insurance will cover, but only after you forked out several thousand dollars out of pocket is basically you would be doing to see me anyway. Uh, not, not several thousand dollars, but it'd be all out of pocket until your insurance would ever kick in. And you just hope that it would go towards your deductible to where maybe they'll cover 80% of it by November at the end of the year. 
hopefully I'm saying this in quotes because I'm being extremely sarcastic. Hopefully you have been ill enough or injured enough to the point where you need to keep using medical services that your insurance pays for to where you would hope that they'd finally be able to give like throw you a bone and kick in for your care. That's, that's, that's unethical. Not Mm -hmm. what we do. That is unethical. So, um, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's helped me because I, I kept running into problems with, all right, they're done in the clinic, but they're not where they need to be. They're not where they wanted to be. Like if they got, if they were at this level and I'm holding my hand up really high, if they were at this level and then they get hurt and now they're down at the bottom of the screen here, then, um, they're hurting, but they're a quarter of the way back up to where they were from a performance standpoint. How, how are we helping these people if they're not going back to where they were before they got hurt? Like, Hey, you're doing a lot better now. You still got about 80% or 50% of the way to go to get back where you were before you got hurt. Best of luck to you, bro. Here's a workout or here's a worksheet that I'm printing off for you that has maybe like three exercises on it. So you don't get overwhelmed and just use it as an excuse to stop doing it. Um, here's three workouts for you to do on your own you'll probably like max out on these after about three weeks, if you even keep doing them that long. And so, uh, because you're going to get bored and it's going to get too easy, but Hey, like you can't come back and ask me for help because I'm too busy in the clinic trying to see 30 people a day because like, that's how my bosses will make money. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> I'm, I'm getting a little heated here, getting a little heated. Uh, but no, it's true. It's true because I, yeah, I, w- I wanted to be able to feel like, These people, but I can give them more with this traditional setup. So um, why not be able to help use my, my ex-phys background and, and help get you more? But I had, to, I had to go out on my own to be able to do that because there's just no time in the clinic where you're trying to see all those people. I, don't even have, I didn't have time to return phone calls from patients who were like saying they had a problem and they needed to cancel. So, um, hey, I'm, I'll call you back at 7 p.m. tonight when you don't want to talk. Right. Exactly. I had to find something different. I had to find something different to serve these people. Mm-hmm. And what... And hopefully you didn't say this when the audio was cutting out. What what led you to do it like online? Because yeah. you mainly do all of your your um, your sessions and and helping people with their transformations through an online platform. So what does that look like? Let's say I call you. I'm like Dr. Wright. I'm ready to make that change. Mm-hmm. What what does that look like? Well, after me asking probably a million questions, um, and and hopefully you don't get frustrated. questions that can ask back at you instead of giving straight answers. Some people, some people can get that way. Like it depends on where you're at on your level of readiness to be able to do something. But um, basically what it would do is like, I would understand your background, you know, where have you had any kind of injuries before? What led to you maybe stopping your workouts before where you were? What are you hoping to ideally accomplish? And why do you want to accomplish that? Like what's going on that's making you feel like this is so important to you right now? instead of six months ago. Um, and so getting to the root of that until I really understand what you're trying to get out of this, that only then can I help you. So what I'll do is I'll, um, essentially take you in, you know, as, as one of my clients and after thoroughly understanding what you're hoping to accomplish and maybe why you're not able to do it so far on your own, then I will bring you into a community clients that I've had either past, present, 
and, uh, and use that as a community of support because none of us want to go through things alone. We are not wired that way. Like from the dawn of time, we've wanted to affiliate into other people like us. That's why we created tribes and villages and all that kind of stuff. Like, it's not like we were, were started off on this planet as complete loners. We just wanted to, you have your cave, I have mine, like, leave me alone. Like, that's not how we worked. Like, we gravitated towards a community of like-minded people and going through similar situations. And so there's, it's no different today. No matter how much we try to isolate with social media, um, we're all still trying to feel connected from a distance. And so that's, that's what we're trying to build here is that community of support because what you're going through is not going to be easy. Um, nobody, I don't, I, like I just finished a workout before I came on the podcast interview. And I did through the workout. I'm having to pep talk myself up like, come on, man, don't stop. Like, don't stop. Like this really sucks. I'd rather be doing something else, but don't stop. And, um, and so I pull you into the community. That way you're starting to feel like you're no longer alone, that you're going through something bigger than yourself because that's going to help get to where you want to be. And other people in there also have gone through the same thing. Maybe they're further along than you. So now you've got hope because you can see like, hey, I'm not the only one that this person can help and look at what he's done for this person. So I am hopeful that he can do that for me. Let me tell you a little bit about my struggle. And so share that in the group. But you're getting an online program to follow that's totally customized to you Yes, there might be some general like template principles that you know I build out just to make sure that I'm not devoting like 48 hours nonstop to creating something totally custom for you. But it's based off of experience and what your overall goes goals are. And so I'll build that out, tweak you know probably half the program if I need to based on equipment available, your schedule, all those kinds of things like really have to go into. That's why I have to ask so many questions up front, because if I don't give you something that's going to totally fit what you're looking for based on what you have available and the restraints that you might have in your life, then how's it going to help you? You know, like it's not like saying log into this program. Um, you'll pay a hundred bucks for the year and some coach from 200 miles away is going to be able to just go through a pre-recorded session and it's going to be totally customized for you and uh actually it's not it's going to be customized for what they're trying to accomplish and then hopefully you can complete 80 percent of it without it killing you right but but also if you buy like these shakes and if you buy uh, <laughs> then you can really you know change your life and it's it's Sorry, I've, I've been through some stuff. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> sounds like it. <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's, um, there's all these things out there. So, it's giving you something that's built for you in an online program that you can have on your phone. You log in, it has videos that shows you the form, the technique, all that kind of stuff. You track how many reps you've done, how much weight you've done. You can actually see like visual progress. And then here's the kicker. It tells me basically immediately within the next 16 hours or so, if you miss that workout for that day that I've scheduled for you mm. is then guess who's getting a message from me. You are, Hey man, what's going on? Like, tell me a little bit about, um, you know, like the last couple of days, have you been pretty slammed? Like what's, what's up? I noticed you haven't been logging your workouts. Well, I've got this or this or this. All right. Awesome. Like, let's figure out a way around that. So it's, it's, It can full on, but when you first experience somebody telling you like, Hey, I'm going to take you through an online, like remote coaching program. 
well, like that, what's, I can't do it on my own now. So why can I do it on my own to pay money for it? Well, it's different. So, um, in fact, you're probably more accessible to me from a remote location than trying to hopefully wait that my schedule lines up with yours and I can make it to your gym or you can make it to my gym. And, um, you know, that, that's the frustrating part. So I've been able to help you without necessarily being right there in your face. And in a lot of ways between the community and that kind of accountability where the technology from the app is helping me keep up with you, like that's what's going to help you succeed. And that's what a lot of people will always talk about how I wasn't sure that this could really help me, but holy crap, like it's been a game changer. I wish I would have found out about this sooner. Mm -hmm. The, the adherence bit that I'm so glad that you tracked that because for a lot of people that go through exercise programs like this, even, even if it's customized, if it's something where they have to independently do it themselves, mm-hmm. it's really easy to trail off, especially yeah. if, if, if you're new to it, it might be hard. It, it may not be the most enjoyable thing at first. I mean, I always tell people like, look, honestly, I would give like four to six weeks before you start actually enjoying it and yeah. like reaping the rewards of it because it is a little bit of a grind at first. And obviously I'm sure you design these to be uh, super relevant and, and fun. But the fact that do you find that uh, tracking that, that exercise adherence has, has really been helpful for people and with, with staying on track? Yeah. Yeah. I found that to be the case because that's a lot of the feedback that I've gotten. Um, because that's another thing too. Like if you were to be one of my clients, like I'm, I'm always trying to say like, Hey, how's the workout going for you? Do you feel like you, have you come up against anything? Can we help make sure that's tailored to best suit whatever you're facing right now? Um, and so it's been a, it's been a big key to help keep up with the adherence because it's not like, here's, here's what I've done before. And here's what a lot of my clients have done before. You see this ad on your Instagram or on your Facebook or when you're, you know, Googling something for a workout. Oh, sweet. Like this looks like a really cool program that I can download or pay for or whatever. It's like, awesome. I paid 20 bucks for this program online. Like it's going to totally change everything. Look what he's done for the trainer himself because like he was ripped before and now he's ultra ripped now. And so, um, here's 20 bucks, like take my money. This is going to change my life. And then they get about two or three days into it. And then there's like, A, there's no skin in the game because, hey, at the end of the day, it's just 20 bucks. I can go make 20 bucks back pretty easily. Um, And then like, there's nobody keeping up with you. And maybe if you try to email the creator of the program, they're like, uh, maybe, maybe within a week, it's one of their assistants or it's a VA or it's them, you know, just trying to keep up with it. And, and they, don't, they can't take the time to customize it because you didn't pay for something custom. You paid for a template. And when the template's not going to work for you, what do you do? Well, then you're pissed off. You've wasted money. And now you're not going to trust somebody else that's going to want to try to help you online. So like helping to understand that has totally changed it for me because I've been there. Like, I, I am my target market. Like I am my ideal patient because I've been through all this kind of stuff. I've been extremely overweight. I've been extremely fit. I've been injured that led to more like anxiety and depression and feeling like I've lost my identity because now I can't be a professional baseball player. Um, how do I figure out like what to do with my life now? So, and that led to more weight gain and unhealthy habits. And so it's been a constant battle to stay on top of. So maybe I can best help, you know, uh, relate to these people because I am, I'm one of them. 
And so it's, it's interesting to see how, how that all kind of plays out. But yeah, it's, it's like you, you find something cookie cutter, it's not going to help you. So you have to be able to have that sort of um, instant accountability and feedback to be like, hey, like, I'm not there like, in your face, but I'm watching. And you've got the, the responsibility to be accountable to yourself, to me, and to the community now that I've put you in. Uh, and so that, a lot of times, like not wanting to go do your crap that day, but you're going to want to log into Facebook, right? Like that's, that's like, that's part of the routine. Like, Hey, every 15 minutes, every 30 minutes, every hour, I have to check, check Facebook. That's the way I wired my brain now. So you log in, you see other people in the group, like posting their workout selfies. Mm -hmm. That day they're feeling better. Like, Oh shit, man. Now like, uh, all right, I'm going to go to the gym. Like I'm going to go do my stuff today. Um, and so that's the accountability you're not expecting. So it's hard. People, everybody says, I need motiv motivation. I need motivation. That's bull crap. You don't need motivation because you're never going to be totally motivated. You need dedication and accountability. I want to touch a little bit on, on your transformation. So I think for a lot of people, a lot of this sounds great. A lot of this, it's like, yes, I want this, but they're, there's just that spark that's missing that just gets them over that chasm. What was it for you with your transformation? What was that spark that kind of took you over the chasm to actually delve into that transformation you underwent? I just didn't like who I was. And that's not from a, a personality perspective. why do I feel so worried whenever I have to interact with somebody in person? Why am I constantly worrying about what they're thinking about my waist or my body or my face? Like why am I, or my, my hair as it was disappearing? Like why did, why was I so caught up in that? Because I couldn't enjoy the moment. I was always somewhere else in my head. I was never present in the moment. And I think just over long enough periods of time of being so confused about why I'm so in my head and why I'm not feeling confident in who I am. And it's holding me back. Like I kept, I got tired of missing out. I got tired of feeling like I'm not able to enjoy the moments that I was in. And so I, I began to like seclude myself. I began to withhold from social situations. I began to hide from the camera. Um, I was no longer confident in who I was. I got to a point where the pain that I was experiencing internally, not just from my shoulder injury, but internally, finally outweighed any kind of pain that I was, was worried about feeling um, if I were to kept doing what I was doing, if that makes sense. Like I, I had to make change in order for something to change. And it took a lot of time, a lot of frustration to be able to get to that point. Right. Yeah. I, I think that's true for, for a lot of people. It just gets to be that point where that's, it starts to be the only solution is to, is to change. Mm -hmm. um, where, before I ask my last question, where, where can people find you? Yeah, I am. Uh, I'm on basically every social media platform, but the main two are um, Facebook. Like I do everything on my personal I do have a business page 
it's mainly there. So if anybody's searching for something, they can find it there and then get directed to my personal profile. So Jason Wright on Facebook, look me up. Uh, Wright Fit Physio, that's all one word. Um, on Instagram, follow me on there. And uh, you know, if, if for some reason like you ever wanted to, to reach out or anything, shoot me an email. I'm really responsive. It's jason at rightfitpt.com. It's all one word as well. And, uh, and yeah, it's, it's just really cool to be able to connect with people in that space. Absolutely. And you don't work with people just in Florida. I mean, you can work with people from all over, right? Because you're, you're online. Yeah, absolutely. Especially, especially if we're just focusing on uh, like fitness goals. I mean, I, I do that anywhere. Like I've got people in Las Vegas right now that I'm working with. Uh, I've got some people that have reached out from overseas. And so it's really cool to be able to do that. If I'm doing anything more like PT related from uh, kind of like what we call telehealth, being able to do virtual like we're doing right now. Um, I've still got my license active in Kentucky. I'm keeping it there. I've, I'm licensed in Florida. So if anybody has like a PT need for actual like rehabilitation of an injury, then I'm, I'm able to treat patients that way as well as a physical therapist. So it's been really cool to be able to expand who I can help um, if it's not somebody that's in my neighborhood. Yeah, no, that's super neat. I, I dig the concept, which is why I'm trying to do a little bit of that uh, myself. Uh, my, my last question what would what would you say would be the biggest piece of advice to someone that is wanting to start an exercise and they just they they just haven't pulled the pulled the trigger yet on doing it? What would be the biggest advice for for doing that for someone? You have to understand why you're wanting to start it in the first place. Just wanting to start exercising without really understanding why you want to or what you're wanting to get out of it, it's always going to fail. You're always going to fail because it's not easy, right? Like having to do something that we don't naturally want to do and put our bodies through something where it's going to make it get hot, get uncomfortable and sweat and be, and be difficult to challenge ourselves. We don't like doing that. We don't like getting out of our comfort zones exercise is not something that's within our comfort zone, even the most experienced, you know, exercisers. So if you don't understand why you're wanting to start this in the first place, you're going to fail. And that's okay. But take a good look um, in the mirror, audit your intentions. Because if you're not totally like that, it's going to fail. So I think understanding that can better help manage your own expectations of trying to get involved in something like this. Because if you better understand what you're getting into and why you're doing it, then you're actually going to start being successful. Well said. All right. Well, guys, definitely check out Jason Wright. He is uh, definitely, I've seen the, the testimonials that, that he is uh, from others that he has helped. And it is nothing short of spectacular, including his own transformation. I, I've seen those and trust me, dude, you've gotten into some good shape. Don't, <laughs> don't ever doubt yourself. Uh, <laughs> thanks, man. Awesome. But thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate it. Yeah, no, thanks for having me, man. I love what you're doing as well. It's really cool to see how you're, how you're kind of coming along. And, and this podcast has been a huge, I think, uh, a huge boost for you. It's been awesome to see you kind of step out of your comfort zone. Oh yeah, it definitely has, but it's, it's been a, it's been an awesome ride <laughs> for sure.
Thank you so much to everyone for tuning in to this episode of Florida Health Radio. You can follow our radio show on all major podcasting platforms. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel, Florida Health Radio. And if you like what you're listening to, you can like the Facebook page, Florida Health Radio. Thank you again for tuning in and I'll talk to you next time.